Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Two of our broadcasts and some text left over from our previous conversation. We were discussing accommodations and the issue of free speech, freedom of religion, in terms of... The baker who has won a case in California. This is a woman who did not want to provide a cake, a customized cake. That's the key word there, customized for a lesbian wedding. On the text line, Vince, you hit the nail on the head. It's not about them. These people are pure selfish. Yeah. This texter. Saying it's not constitutional values, it's moral values. Vince, you have to come to reality. They don't like you because you're black. They tolerate you because you're the black face in the Republican Party. Aha. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, you're not the voice of black America. <laughs> they tolerate you. See, here's one of the things you have to understand, and I want to make this very clear. Very clear. I don't give a rat's ass. All of this stuff that's offered in terms of perspective and suggestions about what people are thinking and whatever, I don't live my life based on that. And I do not make judgments about people I do not know. I don't. How can you make a statement like this? Well, they just like you because you're the black face in the Republican Party. You're saying what they want you to say. I say what I want to say. These are values I've had that have nothing to do with white people. I mean, this is just, this is what's really sad to me. Is this racial polarization has gotten worse. Racializing absolutely everything. Just like politicizing everything. And I reject all of it. Because I don't live my life that way. I don't go around looking to be offended by people. And I'm looking to be suspicious of, ooh, that person over there thinks, oh, they're thinking about me being black. Oh, they're going to lock their car doors. Ooh, that woman's going to grab her purse. I don't go around aware of what I think people are thinking. I have too much going on in my own life to think about, my own life, to be worried about what somebody else may be thinking. And the truth of the matter is, I really believe the people who think that people are this racially conscious 24-7 and thinking hostile thoughts about other people 
throw them all into a phone booth. There are not that many. And we're giving this kind of mindset much more power than it deserves. That's just me. This texture says the woke are the new Pharisees. The woke would kill Jesus. Yes, they would. <laughs> Vince, racism lives in the minds of the racists. They push the narrative instead of believing. I believe in God's words. Love thy neighbor. Walk with a big guy. Trust he'll carry you <laughs> when you need a lift. Or you can call Uber. Never know the big guy may be helping out. <laughs> Too funny. Politics very serious. But if you're bringing, is this bringing a bat to a debate? You probably can't defend your position or on the wrong side. I'm not quite sure what the meaning was there. Bringing a bat. Okay. Vince, a pastor one time told us we can transform world politics from our prayer room. A little tidbit for Transformation Tuesday. Even now, we have to wonder how sick God might be of how ugly this world has gotten. He may be close to making his move. Stay prayed up, Jeff. We can only hope and pray that he's going to interrupt this very, very soon. This texture in the upstates, Vince, I'm conservative. I only care about who you are, not what you look like. And I think this texture represents the majority of genuine conservatives. Sure, there's some other nutcase people out there who call themselves conservative. I'm not worried about them. <laughs> Vince, I love your show. That person is a racist. I'm a white woman who agrees with almost everything you say. Keep up the good work. Kathy, that only affirms what this texture. <laughs> Uh, I absolutely appreciate you. Thank you for your text. I'm white. I met Vince once. Tell that texter. Not only is Vince very smart, nice, and likable. He's also very welcome in the Republican Party on his own merits. Hmm. Really interesting. I love this texter who is speaking back. What do you think the Democrat Party does with black people? They use us. They are the original party of the Klan, for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, this is so good. And last but not least, Vince, I don't have to see you to like you. All right. Glad to hear that. By the way, I thought of a new segment for this broadcast that I'm probably going to debut on Monday. I'm just going to preview that by saying, stay tuned. And then we'll see if you like it or not. It's, another, it's an important part of an important dimension of me that I want to share. And I'll just leave it there. But Lord willing, Monday. Let's get to Transformation Tuesday. Do we even have time? I hope so. I can't believe how quickly this segment has zipped by before we get into some political things. I think we do have time. Another Steve Crosby post. 
When someone realizes they have been brainwashed, not taught sound doctrine or propagandized, not taught church history, and that person has been guilty of doing the same to others, an existential crisis occurs. That person can break in gut-wrenching humility at the foot of the cross or double down on what they've always believed, the cost of a changed mind, repentance being too high, too much to lose relationally, socially, economically, reputation, intellectually, and emotionally. I found myself honestly facing myself to be a shattering experience of death and resurrection. Repentance is a great theory, a great sermon series, a great talking point, until the price tag is everything in which you have invested your life in ill-informed certitude, from which you have illicitly taken your sense of personhood and identity, is exposed, exposed and has to go. You've got to fall on the rock. Jesus, in his person, my mastery of Bible stuff is sand. It needs to be washed into the sea daily. This is kind of deep, isn't it? What he's talking about is sometimes our perspectives. Again, remember I've said this before about how our perspectives, we, we hold closely to the truth, embracing the truth, but we also hold very loosely onto our perspective. And when we find our perspective is wrong, are we ready and willing to repent and change? Or will business, reputation, keep us in a place of error forever because we simply don't want to repent? Wow, this is a lot to think on. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back of the Vince Coakley radio program. Let's quickly go out to Ron out of Spartanburg. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Ben. <laughs> uh, can you hear me? I've got you. I just want to tell you, I love, you know, Terry's show. I love listening to your show, and I love listening to your perspective on life. Okay? And, uh, you know, the. Well, last thing when you you talked about you know how how you you know approach people and different things like that, but one thing I want to say and and I know I know for a fact that just the way you live your life, uh, you do not let other people control your emotions. Am I right? That's true. Because. Our emotions belong to us personally, but there are other people that they love to get you going by saying, you know, to try to get you, you know, to confront them. And like if I'm having, this is the way I live my life, you know, do one to others as you have them do one to you. And if somebody confronts me and I'm having a good day, I'm not going to let you steal my blessing. This is a beautiful day. <laughs> you know, if you're angry. And you talk to me or in, in an offensive way, I'm like, hey, you have a good day. And I walk away, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But another thing that I have to say, you know, uh, uh, kind of like what you said, you know, I remember Michael Jackson singing the song, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. I think a lot of people ought to. Take 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 a few minutes. Only take a few minutes, and look at yourself in the mirror, and you know, talk to yourself. Yep. And then one other thing that really offends me. You know, I'm 72 years old. I was in the military and stuff, and uh, you know, I do not like to hear say black. You know, black people and white people. Okay. That bothers me. And the reason why I say that is because uh, I, I I saw a guy at the uh, convenience store, and he had a, a sweatshirt on, you know, BLM and stuff like that. And I walked out of the store, got in my truck, and he walked out, and I walked up to him. And I said, hey, how you doing today? And had a conversation with him. He kind of looked at me strange, and I said, you know, it's a great day. And I said, don't get, I hope I don't offend you, or, you know, don't don't get mad at me. But I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I believe that all lives matter. And, you know, and uh, number one, you're not a black man. 
I said, I got a pair of blue jeans on, and they're black. You're not black. And I got a pair of tennis shoes on, and they're white. And I'm not white. And it was in the summertime, and uh, I said, <laughs> brother, you know, you have a great day. The only thing I got to say is, you just got a better tan than I do. <laughs> <laughs> How did he react to that? He, he smiled. <laughs> That's good. Good. He said, he said, wow. I said, hey, God bless you. You have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's I got to say, man. <laughs> hey, why well, I appreciate you calling. It's good to hear from you, Ron, and, and hear your, your uh, gems of wisdom out of Spartanburg this morning. There are a lot of people, you know, and for so much of this, and, and, and I especially love his point about looking at the man in the mirror, so important. Because this is a lot of what's lacking now, self-awareness. We're very aware of other people. And we pretend to know other people's hearts. You know, it's one thing when you're talking about engaging an individual. And I make this very important distinction. When somebody opens their mouth, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I learn a lot about you based on what you say, what you say about who you are. It's one thing for me to make a determination, discern who you are based on who you are and what you've said. It's another thing for me to generalize a whole group of people that I do not know. That especially is what grieves me and what we need to stop. Stop grouping people. Throwing people into groups for one. Interesting and consistent. Those who pretend to aim for a colorblind society are always the same folks who use race and color in every reference. Hmm. Interesting text here. At 74, retired military, four combat tours. Thought I heard it all until now. I listen to you for your honest reporting and admire your Christian values, the color of your skin never even entered my mind. I'm appalled at some people. God bless. Keep doing what you're doing, being the man that we respect. Thank you. Vince, you're black. <laughs> Just kidding. Would love to eat lunch with you one day. I'm an old white guy who listens to your show almost every day. Please keep up the good work. That's Carl out of Malden. Appreciate your call, your text. Talking over much, over much about race is itself racist. Stop it! Let's talk about BLM t-shirts I saw in the tiny town of Liberty, South Carolina, a young 20-something, 20-something-year-old black man with an All Lives Matter t-shirt. So there's still hope. <laughs> kind of intriguing. Some of the perspectives here. <laughs> Gigi says, Vince, I like your last caller. We are what we are. I believe we all have the same blood. Thank you, God. And we love you. Well, thank you, Gigi. So appreciate that. I very quickly want to get to a couple of stories here on politics. You know, we've talked before about the very poisonous atmosphere out there politically. GOP Senator Marco Rubio's staffer injured after violent attack for wearing a DeSantis hat and a Rubio shirt. 
Marco Rubio saying one of his campaign canvassers suffered serious injuries. Attack while knocking on doors for him. Last night, one of our canvassers wearing my T-shirt and a DeSantis hat brutally attacked by four animals who told him Republicans weren't allowed in their neighborhood and highly of Florida. He suffered internal bleeding, a broken jaw, will need facial reconstructive surgery. My goodness. The tweet also included images of the canvasser on a stretcher where he appeared to have very serious injuries covered in blood. This is crazy, folks. One of the top tweets in response to Rubio's post came from a self-described Democrat. I'm so sorry this happened. I'm a Democrat. But we should never voice our opposition with violence. Meanwhile, others defended Democrats, saying they were not the party of violence. Just, just behave yourselves. That's what it comes down to. Let's debate our ideas and let them win on their merits or lack thereof. Violence. Just crazy. Stay with us. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We uh, talked about the story of violence, and I think it's also important to discuss narratives that we're likely to see going up to and probably after the election. Now, one of the things I warned you about is what we're already hearing out of the Biden administration, basically preparing us for a Democrat loss of at least the House. So now what they're trying to do is position this and set Republicans up for the blame on the economy. This is one of the things they're going to try to pull. And despite all of the use of this phrase, the big lie, to refer to the 2020 election, we already have belly aching about election problems without challenge from the mainstream news media. And I say without challenge because they love to correct in the stories. Any reference to voter fraud, 2020, 
But they let this woman just ramble on and on and on. Now, we played a clip for you the other day of all the times, in so many words, she was saying that she didn't really lose, that she got robbed of the election last time she ran for office. This woman is full of hot air. And that's being very kind. So what are we talking about here? We are talking about a woman who lost, and yet she has been lionized by the mainstream news media. I'm talking about Stacey Abrams. She's running for governor. And, you know, it's also interesting when you think about the narratives that have been promoted about Georgia's election reforms. You remember how you heard about how this was going to suppress the black vote and yada, 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 yada. We had corporations taking action against them. Who was it that moved a game away? Was it a playoff series or something like that? It's, it's, it's just silly. And now here we are again, ladies and gentlemen. Stacey Abrams flapping her gums about voter suppression. And yet we have another record-breaking week of early voter turnout in Georgia. Record. Shattering records for Democrats among communities of color. And in the same election, this was 2018, 85,000 Georgians were denied their right to vote due to voter suppression tactics that shut down their precincts. We know 50,000 voters had their right to vote held hostage by the exact match process, which was proven to be voter suppression tactics. We know thousands of people stood in lines for hours because of voter suppression tactics. The Hill also reporting, in 2018, thousands of infrequent voters had their ballots purged in Georgia. Others, mainly voters of color, had their registration put on hold due to the exact match law, which puts someone's voting status on hold if the information they put on their registration form doesn't exactly match their driver's license or Social Security records. It's all about verification, folks. Just weeks after Abrams narrowly lost the governor's race to Republican Brian Kemp in 2018, she filed a lawsuit accusing then-Secretary of State Kemp of using his power to suppress votes. Kemp vehemently denied the accusations. In September, a federal judge ruled the state did not violate the constitutional right of voters. This is what you need to underscore. A judge... Federal judge, and I'm telling you, folks, if you're going to accept the court's verdict and decision about 2020, you need to do the same thing here and all of these silly accusations out of Stacey Abrams. Since announcing she would once again again challenge Kemp, She's placed a heavy focus on voting rights concerns. It's the whole reason this woman exists. This is her whole campaign. We proved in 18, it remains true. Turnout does not dispel voter suppression. Suppression's about barriers to access. The antidote to suppression is overwhelming the polls with your presence. That's exactly what voters did in 2018. What they continue to do in 2020, 21, what we're seeing in 2022. But it's wrong to suggest that there is a correlation between voter turnout and voter suppression because suppression is about barriers. See, you know what this woman is doing? She is 
basically setting herself up for eternal recognition. That's what she's doing. She's always going to be an expert on voter suppression and discrimination. This is why people love the phrase, are you ready for it? Systemic racism. Because once you make that declaration, who is going to be able to declare that it's gone? This is dangerous. Because the people who have an interest in this issue, this so-called cause, are the people who always want it to be an issue. Because otherwise, what is this woman going to do? What contribution has she ever made to anything? But already she's setting up the argument. So now if she loses, well, it's because of voter suppression. And she will continue to be lionized by the media. I'm calling out the media now. If you're going to be just about this, you need to treat her the same way you do Donald Trump. You need to remind people of this court case and the ruling by the judge that nobody's constitutional rights were violated. But of course they're not going to do that. Because they're in bed with her. It's really that simple. The cause. It's all about the cause, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm just giving you a heads up. Be prepared. They're going to continue to beat this drum when she gets her clock cleaned again. That's what she's going to complain about. Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program. Texter reminding me it was the All-Star game in Atlanta. That was moved away by Major League Baseball because of the racist legislation that was passed. Isn't it crazy? Just absolutely crazy. This texter saying, hello, Vince. Isn't Stacey Abrams now a millionaire? You know, working two jobs, fighting for the people. This is how this works, folks. This is way to wealth and political power. Victimology. This person on the court ruling, stop it, Vince, you know that was a Trump-appointed judge. <laughs> too funny. Way too funny. Vince, with the FBI making threats about cardboard and counts being held up, and if you question if they will wreck your life, That is voter intimidation by your own government. Oh, Biden, etc. We're screwed. They're going to steal the swing states again. Roger, very concerned here. (laughs) This texter caught my little pause there when I made the comment about the media in bed with Stacey Abrams. In bed with her, Vince? I'm eating lunch. You're terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. What else do we have here? This texture. I'm curious. Do you ever find these two, those two instances where you said something positive about black leaders? Um, 
I don't need to look for them. I make positive comments about positive black leaders all the time. That's the key thing, positive black leaders, not race baiters. You you ever heard me mention Thomas Sowell, Walter Williams? Talk about them all the time on this broadcast. Now, if you're talking about the race baiters, no, there's really nothing positive to say about them. Because they're hucksters. They're shysters. So there you go. Just putting that out there. Oh, my goodness. Some of you. I will not share some of these texts because they're awful. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. We have a total of eight questions. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing well, Vince. Thank you. Good. 1927. This is the year we had this invention of a scouring pad made from soap-impregnated steel wool used for cleaning. Brillo. You are correct. It was the birth of the Brillo pad. Uh, It's amazing the things that we learn here. It was patented 1927. 1954, this president, former general, there's your hint, presided over the first televised cabinet meeting. Eisenhower. That would be Dwight Eisenhower for sure. 1955, we use these to cook all the time. In fact, I use this so much, I barely use my oven. So... We have the first time that this kind of device was used for a home. It was introduced in 1955. I had no idea it was that old. The price of this, by the way, was $1,200. What was it that we use every single day now? I'm guessing microwave oven. It's the microwave. Can you believe 19? Did you know they were around since 1955? They could have had one on happy days if that was... They did, you know, that... (laughs) They did not. <laughs> I know. This is... Uh, I, I didn't have any idea. I don't old. associate the microwave in the 50s. Yeah, I really don't either. 1962, the U.S. shows the U.N. proof that the USSR had installed these in Cuba. What did they have in Cuba? Missiles. Missiles, which led to... One of my favorite movies called The Missiles in October. It's about the Cuban Missile Crisis. 1964, in the NFL, this guy committed the unpardonable sin. Jim Marshall, Minnesota Vikings. Do you know what he did? uh, Unpardonable sin? In the game of football, what did he do? I'm I'm more curious about what the unpardonable sin itself is. Well, here's what he did. I thought this would be kind of obscure. He ran 66 yards the wrong way into his own end zone. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, uh, I thought that I remember that happening. I just didn't associate it with, uh, you know, that's something lack of that, integrity or some that's just like boneheaded the, plays. That's like the worst thing you could possibly do. Run into your own. 1971. Boy, this was a miscarriage of justice, and we continue to see this now. The UN expelled this country, essentially, and ceded communist China. Who did they kick out? And seat communist China. 
Let's just say they're closely related. Uh, Taiwan. You're correct. The Republic of China is how Taiwan is characterized. Kick them out and decided to honor China, which a lot of people say is another reason why the U.N. is a joke. More evidence. 1983, the U.S. invaded this island in the Caribbean. One of the shortest wars on record. I think it was about five or six days. And, oh, my goodness. I'm trying and to And this remember. is a country that, um, yeah, it's, uh, we'll skip this and come back. 1994, this woman claimed she was carjacked to cover up for the murders of her own two small children. This uh, turned into Susan Smith. Susan uh, Smith. And yeah, back to that 1983 question. The country of Grenada. Okay. Is what we All invaded. Right. And the pretense for this, according to Ronald Reagan, was to rescue the uh, students who were at the International Medical School there. So... That is all the time we have, folks. Thanks very much for joining us. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios.